0: Welcome to Sermon Q&A. I'm Pastor Craig in the studio today with Pastor Alex and Pastor Michael. And yesterday, May 22, 2022, we did Enjoy. a message on Jesus is the bread of life. We had a little conversation on what communion was all about. And so the first question mm-hmm. today goes to you, Pastor Michael. And here's your question. You ready for it? Is Roman Catholic, Catholic communion biblical? Then typically they call it transubstantiation. So maybe you could yeah. define it for us first. <clears throat> so can I gotta tell you a story? Sure.
1: My grandma uh before
0: she passed, I mean, her,
1: most of her life, just hardcore Roman Catholic, mm-hmm. like true to Roman Catholic teaching. So my mom um, left Roman Catholicism, I think I was four or five years old, um, trusted in Christ. The Holy Spirit just grabbed her heart and life. And, and so the debate in our home almost like regularly was about communion. So I I think I was in eighth or ninth grade and uh, I didn't mind debating because I was the Protestant kid in a Catholic school. So this was like a normal thing for me. And so I I will never forget my grandma um, trying to kind of convince me that this is right. And then she kind of just lost her temper and she slams her fist on the table and she screams, but you don't have the Eucharist, mm. and said it over and over wow. again. And I was like, mm. I think this is an emotional subject. Mm, and yeah. so even as I, even as we broach the subject, I think the goal is not to poke or offend. Our goal is to be biblical. Mm. It's to be thoughtful. It is to help people see what the word of God says. And sometimes, and this applies to us as well, sometimes our traditions, what we grew up in, yep. blind us from seeing like what is literally right in front of us in the text. And so mm. we, we're never above that. And we want to be we want to be biblical. So as I say that, uh, transubstantiation is a is the Roman Catholic view of what happens substantively to the bread and to the wine when the priest blesses it. And so from their view, when the priest blesses the bread and the wine, uh, it changes uh, sort of like in the spiritual realm, if you will, uh, into the actual uh, Mm. body of Jesus and into the actual blood of Jesus, but it retains its normal texture, odor, et cetera, of, of bread and wine. Mm -hmm. And so what they believe is that the priests, um, as he blesses it, God transforms its very essence. Mm-hmm. So that when we partake of communion, we are feasting, eating the literal flesh and drinking the mm-hmm. literal blood of, of Jesus. Um, but what we experience on, in the this realm, if you will, is that it's just bread and it's just wine. And right. so the question is, is it biblical? And I'm gonna give a just a simple answer. The answer is no. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, Um, it's not even an area where we can compromise and say, maybe, right? We're going to, in another episode, talk about the Lutheran view of consubstantiation. And I could look at them and say, let's, let's dialogue, right? Right. But like for this one, uh, I want, I'm going to say, no, I'm going to give you three reasons. Number one, uh, in John six, which is what we preached on, it requires um, a literal, and I mean, literal, literal, in opposition to literary interpre- interpretation mm-hmm. of, of John six, it requires that you completely ignore Jesus mm-hmm. and what he is actually saying right. in that text. And so when I was preaching on this, I would, I mean, it, it, at first it felt a little patronizing, then people got it. And then I would say it to them and said, okay, does Jesus as he's teaching, look at the words, does he believe that he is bread? And they're like, no, yeah. and what is this called? It's a, it's a metaphor. And, and so a as metaphor. you kind of right. plod through the text, um, all the hard stuff at the end, you, unless you eat my body and drink my blood, you, there's no life in you. All of that is actually interpreted for us
0: before. Yeah, mm-hmm. so so just to be clear, the text yeah. says, I am the bread that has come down from heaven. Yeah. yeah. I am the bread of life. Yes. Right. Yes. And, and I was like, is he literal bread? Right. Is he
1: a loaf of well, bread? Right. And then he says, no, right. everyone who believes in me <clears> shall yes. not hunger and everyone who comes to me shall not thirst. Right? Absolutely. Like says, and then oh, he, he says, things. you
0: must eat my flesh and drink my blood. He literally says that in the passage. In the
1: context of him saying, come to me,
0: believe in me, this metaphor about.
1: I I have not listened to your guys' sermons on this yet, but I am, I'm confident that if anybody's watching that you could pull up any of our sermons, we'll walk you through the text. Mm -hmm. And then it is, I I would actually say this, if you don't have an agenda coming to the text, it is impossible to Mm. leave John six and believe that Jesus was saying that his communion elements are going to be transformed. In fact, the text is not even about communion. So number number two. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a huge deal. So number one, uh, it's not possible because it's not in the text period. Mm -hmm. Um, Number two is that, it's not possible because it is a part of, this whole idea of transubstantiation is a part of a sacramental view of salvation, which is unbiblical. And, and this is hard for me to say, and, and if anyone's offended, just go study this and open the scriptures, do a Bible study. A sacramental view of salvation will damn you. Yeah, mm. um, It is not the gospel. And the sacramental view of salvation has three components to it. Number one is you need faith in the death and resurrection of Jesus. And we're on the same page there. Right. Then you need additionally good works. But then number three, you need to participate regularly in the sacraments, starting with uh, baptism, which removes original sin, according to the sacramental view. And then you need to regularly feast your soul and feed on the body and blood of Christ through partaking of communion. Mm -hmm. Weekly is good. Daily or multiple times a week through mass is even better. This is all um, I would say from a Protestant view, but I think objectively earning uh, in cooperation with Jesus, Uh, what he did on the cross. Mm -hmm. Um, They'll say, I think it's Paul who talked about, uh, we fill up what is lacking in the sufferings of Christ. And they'll say the death of Christ wasn't enough. Now Mm -hmm. you need good works and sacraments when that's Mm -hmm. not what Paul was talking about. Mm -hmm. So number two, it can't be true because it's a part of a false view of salvation. I want to say this though, because someone listening to this is going to get offended I am not saying all Roman Catholics go to hell. That is not what I'm saying, because mm-hmm. as I talk to Roman Catholics, a lot of them don't believe in sacramental salvation. Uh, they they are not in alignment with Rome's explicit teaching. Right. That's that's really important. Um, finally, and I would say, I'm not sure which is more egregious, my second reason that it's a sacramental view or this one, But the view of transubstantiation is that Jesus is being re-sacrificed over and over again.
0: And we know that because none of the elements can be disposed of. They must be consumed. It's
1: called the host, right? It goes (laughs) in a special little box. People can go pray. pray Oh, my my favorite is uh, the priest. Like... Every day chugs all the leftover wine, AKA blood of Christ. <laughs> and uh, and I, I always thought it was funny because as kids, like this was my first sip of alcohol <laughs> was, was, was in a Catholic church at yep. communion. Anyways, mm-hmm. that was Hebrews 10.10 says, um, and by that we will have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ. And then it says once mm-hmm. for all, there is no repeated sacrifice. Mm-hmm. First Peter 3.18 says, Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous. Yeah that he might bring us to God. Uh, Hebrews 7, 27, he has no need like those high priests to offer sacrifices daily, first for his own sins and then for those of the people since he did this once Mm. for all when he offered up himself. So uh, number one, not only is it an, I would say inappropriate reading of John 6, number two, it is a part of a false view of salvation, a sacramental view. Mm. And then number three, um, it teaches that Jesus is being re-sacrificed. All of the above tell me, I cannot support it personally. I can't justify it biblically. In fact, it is, I would say, Mm -hmm. anti-biblical. And that's why I think Roman Catholics, actually, as they study the subject, it could be really good for them to understand, okay, if this is that bad and wrong, what else is not right? Mm -hmm. And oftentimes for for Roman Catholics who will study communion, this is the gateway drug, this and salvation by faith or works. Mm-hmm. One of these two areas, once you <clears throat> uncover them, you start to uncover um, a whole bunch of other interesting teaching that is not consistent with scripture. And that's a big, big deal.
0: So I appreciated your <clears throat> approach earlier where you um, you wanted to make sure that we're not being offensive mm-hmm. in- intentionally. We're just trying to me uh, to iron out, proper theology. Did I screw this? that up at the end no, of the No, you episode. did that very, very well. No, I thought <laughs> yeah. you did that well. Right. But uh, just to piggyback on that, it would be um, great, I have found, mm-hmm. with our Roman Catholic friends, we have several mm-hmm. um, that have been attending our church, and uh, one thing that they're learning to love mm-hmm. is that they they they're moving away from what the church is teaching mm-hmm. as their primary uh, source of mm-hmm. knowledge and they're moving to scripture. Amen. Yeah. And uh, I think that's a, that's a great way to go. It's also, I think it's a sign that the Holy
1: spirit is just summoning yeah. them mm-hmm. and the word of God, when the spirit of God is calling you or in you and the word of God, they just, they, they, they're so synergistic. And if you've been kind of starved of it, Mm. It's powerful, which is yeah. why they come alive. You know, I mean, it's it's amazing.
0: like it's like eating food. Yeah. Oh my When gosh. you're hungry. When you're hungry. Yeah. yeah. For the
1: soul. It's for a the soul. Right, metaphor. That's right. That's right.
0: Well, it's been great talking through the subject with you this morning. Hope you'll join us next time as we discover more issues and talk through them in sermon QA.